The following program is brought to you by Speak the Word Ministries. Always declare the Word and pray according to the will of the Father. Never, and I repeat, never pray your own will. And it'll always work out. Speak the Word. Welcome to Speak the Word with author, Bible teacher, and evangelist, Pastor Joanne Ramsey. Speak the Word Ministries is called to train up God's children to be soldiers of Jesus Christ. Speak the Word. Speak the Word. God's Word. Speak, speak, speak God's Word. We invite you to visit us online at speakthewordministry.net. That's speakthewordministry.net. And now, here's Pastor Joe with a message titled, On This Rock, I Will Build My Church. Speak the Word. Friends, Things we all know are not the same in this world as they were a year ago or maybe even a decade ago. But also, I'd like to remind you that maybe they don't need to go back the way that they were. You know, have you ever given any thought about that? I hear a lot of people, they really think, I think they think that when the virus is over, when everybody's gotten their vaccine and and they think that the virus is gone, they think everything's going to be back to normal, but I'm here to tell you they're not going to go back to normal. I don't really want them to go back to the way they were because I think the way they were, we were too placid, we were too relaxed, we had no honor, no respect for our God, our Father, or the Holy Spirit, we had nothing. We don't, we don't need to go back, we need to move forward. We need to move forward. God don't want you to go backwards. He wants you to go forward. And like I said, you need to think about that. Could it be that maybe that we have been taking too much for granted? Just maybe. Could it be that we don't know how much God has already blessed us, the sacrifice that Jesus made for us? Maybe we just take for granted that every day that the sun's going to shine and everything is going to be all right. Well, I'm here to tell you that everything is not going to be all right until Jesus comes. Nothing is going to be all right until Jesus comes. But I'm so thankful that I belong to Jesus Christ. And I am so thankful that if he comes tonight, I'm going with him. I don't have to be concerned about that. I don't, I pray I don't go tonight because I feel like we still have a lot of work to do because there's too many people out there still in that valley of decision. And I don't want to go yet. As Paul was said, he thinks he would like to go, but it's better that he stay. And I think it's better that some of us stay. We still got work to do. We got fields to plow, as my dad would say. I don't think, like I said, it's not going to be all right. In Revelations 22, 20, and I believe he's coming back soon. I really do. I really do. I mean, all you have to do is look around. In Revelations 22, 20, it says, He who testifies to these things says, Surely I'm coming quickly. Amen. Even so, come Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. I can't think of a more appropriate time to talk about the harvest of lost souls than the time that we're living in today, brothers and sisters. What better time than now when the whole world is hurting and in so much pain and so much confusion with so many that have lost their way and don't even know the Lord Jesus. They don't even know. They're wandering around in the dark. But I want you to know that harvesting souls is a labor of love. Thousands die every day. Thousands are lost and going to hell. I'll just tell you like it is. Because if you have not accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you will go to hell. 
and it's not going to be. I hear people say, well, I, I, that's okay with me because we're going to go there and we're going to have a party. <laughs> you are going to party, honey. It's going to be the hottest party you ever attended. Joel chapter 3, verse 10, the New Living Bible says, Thousands upon thousands are waiting in the valley of decision. There the day of the Lord will soon arrive. Thousands have not yet accepted Jesus as their Lord and Savior, or I should say millions, maybe trillions, have not. If you go, if you go do a percentage, the percentage of the born again is very low compared to our population. And when you get thousands are dying every day, every minute, every second, they're either going home with the people of the Lord or they're going that way. You don't want to go that way. I don't mean to be preaching a, a, a message of hell and damnation. I don't mean for it to be that way whatsoever. If you like it, that's good. If you don't, I'm still going to do it. As long as I have breath. Hallelujah. Like I said, friends, we can't help the ones who've already gone, but we can call in the harvest of those that are still here. By the Spirit of God, we shall reach out to the lost and the hurting. That's our goal. And brothers and sisters, we have been sent by God to do what we do, what God has given us instructions to do. Praise the Lord. By the Spirit of God, we shall reach out to the lost and the hurtings. We shall overcome this virus or anything else that Satan throws our way. He don't have anything big enough to throw our way that our Father, God Almighty, can't overcome. It's a cloud, it's a shadow, or something to deceive you. It's, it, it's, a, it's Satan just trying to get control and, and to deceive you. Romans 8, 37 tells us that we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. No greater love has he that will lay down his life. And he laid down his life. God sent the, his only son. Can you imagine giving up your only child? But he did because of that was the only way to save us. There was no other way. Without him sending Jesus down to die for us, we, none of us could be saved. There'd be no salvation. There'd be no everlasting. He also says in 2 Corinthians 2.14 that he always causes us to triumph. I remind him of that almost every day, especially when I'm on my treadmill. You know, the Lord tells us in Isaiah, I think it's Isaiah 43, 26, to put him in remembrance of his word. So when you're dealing with sicknesses in your body and you're dealing with um, whatever it is, it, can, it don't have to be sickness, it could be fine, it could be anything that you're dealing with. And so when I'm on my treadmill, I'm always listening to other preachers preach, you know, and I'm getting encouraged, you know, my faith is building. Because how does your faith come? Is it going to come any other way? If you don't have enough faith in here tonight, you need more word. And the more word you get, the greater your faith is, is going to be. The greater your faith is going to be. And so I keep listening. I go to bed with it and get up with it. I listen to it all day long and it all day long. Your faith is continuing to grow. So when I'm on that treadmill, most a lot of the mornings, you know, and I'll say, Lord, I just thank you that according to your word, that you always cause me to triumph. And that you give me the victory over every spiritual, every spirit of infirmity. You have given me uh, authority over it. I, and, I, and you've given me the victory, caused me to triumph. 
And I said, I thank you, Lord Jesus, that according to your word in Deuteronomy, that all sickness and disease is a part of the curse, that according to Galatians 3.13, you redeemed me from the curse of the law by becoming a curse for me by your shed blood on the cross at Calvary. And so I refuse to accept any of these things in my body. And you do the same thing. You could use the same thing with everything. You want to continue to claim victory. You want to continue to remind Jesus of your triumph. You have triumphed. When you become a Christian's brother and sisters, if you have not accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, when you accept Jesus, you got the one that causes you to triumph living on the inside of you. He, the one that gives you the victory in every situation and in every circumstance. People who don't know the Lord thinks they think they're smart, but they don't realize how foolish they are. But our God will have the last word. Friends, the house of the Lord is going to be full. It has not been full for a long time because the enemy has tried to muzzle us and he's tried to shut us down. But our Lord says that no devil in hell will prevail against his church. And that, or tent meeting or, or whatever. In Matthew 16, 19 in the Berean Bible, it says, I tell you that you are a Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of Hades or hell will not prevail against it. Hallelujah. And I say today the gates of hell will not prevail against God's church. David said in Psalms 129, verse 2, Many a time they have persecuted me from my youth, but they have not prevailed against me. Brothers and sisters, you know why they didn't prevail against him? It was because God was for him. God said, if I be for you, who can be against you? And God was on David's side, just like he's on your side. He's the same God today, yesterday, and forevermore. So he was for David. He's for you. There, there's nothing's changed. God said, I change not. We don't have to be fearful of the devil's tactics because greater is he that's in us than he that's in this world, according to 1 John 4, 4. And as we bring in the lost, the house of the Lord will fill up with warriors of the king. And, and the warriors of the king are going to destroy the giants. That's what the warriors are going to do. We're going to destroy the, uh, the giants, the giants, the spirits of infirmity. We're going to destroy the sickness and diseases, destroy poverty and destroy plagues. And with God's help, we're going to destroy all these things that our enemy Satan has brought against us. Are you hearing me? God has a plan and he's going to get the glory. God will not share his glory with anybody. He will get the glory. In Romans 8, 11, it says, The Spirit of God, who has raised Jesus Christ from the dead, lives in you. He lives in me. And just as God raised Christ Jesus from the dead, He will give life to your mortal bodies by the same Spirit living within you. Amen. Brothers and sisters, you have been given power. You have been given authority. And there is no need to be afraid. Luke ten nineteen says, Behold, I have given you authority to walk on snakes and scorpions, and authority over all the power of the enemy and nothing he says will injure you. He said, nevertheless, do not rejoice in this, that the spirits are subject to you, but rejoice, rejoice that your names are recorded in heaven. Rejoice that your names are recorded in heaven. And some translation says in the Lamb's book of life. 
I'm glad that my name is listed in the Lamb's Book of Life. Let me see the hands of those that's got their names listed in the Lamb's Book of Life. And if you don't have your name listed in the Lamb's Book of Life, we can get it put there today, tonight. It's easy, 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 easy. All you got to do is ask, tell the Lord you're sorry and repent of your sins and ask Him to come in your heart and take over your life. And Jesus will be right there. And he's, he's patient. I thank God all the time for His patience. He has a lot of patience with me. I don't know about you. But I know that I need patience for him to be patient with me. I don't have that kind of patience. <laughs> but either way, once you make Jesus your Lord and Savior, your name will be listed in heaven's book. Thank you, Jesus. And know that any spirit that is not of the Lord, you have authority over it. And these spirits are subject to you. Okay? Just to name a few of the evil spirits, there is the spirit of jealousy, there's the spirit of depression. There's spirit of strife, spirit of unforgiveness, and the spirit of fear. These are all evil spirits. And all evil spirits, almost all, all of them must move in the name of Jesus. The name of Jesus is above every name in heaven, on earth, and under the earth. And every knee must bow at just the mentioning of his name. Are you hearing me? Today, people are trying to remove God from everything. So, brothers and sisters, it's time to go to work. It's time to reach out to the lost while there is still time, or Jesus would say, while it's still day. There is a great need for workers, according to Matthew 9, verse 35, in the God Word translation, Jesus went to all, it said that Jesus went to all the towns and all the villages. He taught in the synagogues, and he spread the good news of the kingdom. He said he also cured every disease and every sickness. It says that when the in verse 20, uh, 36, it says, When he saw the crowds, that he felt sorry for them because they were troubled and helpless like sheep without a shepherd. Then he said to his disciples, The harvest is large, but the workers are few. They still are. He said, Ask the Lord of the harvest, therefore, to send out workers into his harvest. Saints, one thing I learned as the daughter of a farmer is that when the harvest is ripe for picking, you quickly get the workers in the field, or else you're going to lose your whole crop. Are you hearing me? And there's no taking any time off for vacation or going anywhere until the harvest is in. We don't have time, brothers and sisters. We don't have much time left. We don't have time to be fooling around. We need to be getting serious about this. If, we, if you got... If you got any love in your heart at all for your neighbor or your brother, your sister, your family, we need to get them in. Do what you got to do. Bribe them to get them here. I tried to bribe one of mine. <laughs> do what you got to do, you know, to get them in, you know, to give them that opportunity to sit up under the word because it's the hearing of the word that will convict them and hearing of the word it will give them the faith that they need you have you have to have even faith to get saved but you'll, you'll hear that word it will give you enough faith to accept Jesus and then you can begin there and like I said you know I'd like to share this dream that I had the Lord gave me a dream all of us a dream or a vision I think it's a dream that I had on December the 31st I saw a field uh, loaded down with grapes. There was acres and acres and acres of grapes in this field. 
and, and I could see it so clearly. It's like looking at this tent, but I was seeing acres and acres. Uh, it was all green, but then when I looked closer, I see they were loaded down with grapes. You know, you, you know in the grocery store where they got those big black grapes. I mean, you know, they're really big. Well, that was the kind of grapes that I saw that was on these vines. You know, they, they, they were just loaded down with grapes. And, and down the rows, there was row upon row upon row. And on the rows, there, there were little sticks, you know, that had bags hanging on them periodically, you know, ever so often down the rows there for the picking of the grapes. And the next thing I know, I saw the people take the bag and begin to pick the grapes and put it in there. And I really believe that when I saw a dream, I, I really believe that it was the Lord uh, showing me that the harvest is ready and that he's coming soon. Amen. I believe he was giving me a picture of just how ripe it is because the grapes were ripe and they were ready. And if you went to pick them, you could eat them. Now, a lot of you have gone pick strawberries, you pick blueberries, you pick stuff, you pick the ripe fruit. Jesus is saying that the fruit is ripe. It's ready for picking. The harvest time is here. If it's ever been ripe, it's never been riper than it is today. And then he began to put this great urgency in my spirit to begin preparing to bring in the harvest of lost souls. And I pray that if you have not received Jesus as your Lord and Savior, that you'll do so before it's too late. But God is going to continue to provide for us because we got a heart for the lost. And I pray every day that the Lord will increase that desire in me to love more and have, you know, and to reach out even more for those that are lost. And we've been doing that with uh, Pastor Larry. Uh, he and I have been doing a lot of ministering to Pakistan and ministering to the lost over there. And you can sit, we sit in our living room and, and, and minister to millions. You have to, you have to have a love in your heart for Jesus Christ and for the lost souls. You don't want to see, you, you would hate to see, you know, when you pass, when you go down the highway and you see where they've had a collision of two or three cars or a couple of people and somebody's gotten hurt and the ambulances are there, your heart just goes out for them and you begin to pray for them and say, Lord, I pray that they're not hurt. I pray for them. I pray for them. And so can you only imagine what's going to happen to those that don't accept Jesus as their Lord and Savior? What's going to happen to them? It doesn't even compare. Don't even compare. But if that person that's in that car accident or whatever knows Jesus, their life has just begun. It has not ended. You don't die. You just make a transition. Only your body dies. Your spirit never dies. For no matter where you go, your spirit lives forever. We just want to make sure that it lives where it needs to be living. Hallelujah. Praise the blessed name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I'd like to declare to you tonight... In case you didn't know it, there is a revival spirit that is sweeping our world today. And like I said, I'm praying that this will be a catalyst that will help get it started. We are realizing a move of God that he has promised would come. And he promised that a move would come. And I believe it's here. And we must act now if we are going to see revival and harvest in our generation. The battles of history were fought and won because men and women were ready and willing to work and fight at crucial and critical times. We have got to be ready to fight. It is crucial. It is critical. Don't wait until the people come in with guns and take over your homes 
and you can't, you can't reach anybody because they forbid it. Do it while you can. Praise the Lord. There have been prophecies that this is going to happen. And all the ones I've listened to so far that from this one person, everything that from back from 33 on, 1933 has happened. And we're getting near some other stuff because everything else he said is true. And there's certain things that would start on the decline has already happened last year. So we need to get ready with the Lord. We need to try to get all those that we know, get them ready with the Lord. We, I know I was a late bloomer. In other words, I didn't accept Jesus until I was late in, life, late in life. But I've been running the race as hard as I can into jails and prisons for 11 years, started my foundation there, and then moving, just called moving on. And David's doing the same thing. He does what well, he has a ministry too, even though it's next door at the company. But he works with me. And, we, and we run, we're running this race together. Praise the Lord. Words such as quit or concede should never be in our vocabulary. Those words should never, never, never be on our lips. But our battle cry should be carpe diem Latin, which means seize the day, seize the opportunity. Saints, I don't know when the need for revival has been greater than to now. There is a need for urgency. Jesus said the fields are already ripe for harvest. He said this over 2,000 years ago. And if we're going to have a revival in the midst of this satanic attack on God's people, then we're going to have to strike while the iron is hot. My mama used to tell me that. My daddy said, you know, get that. You got to strike while the iron is hot. And I don't know when it's been any hotter. And I really hope that you're hearing me tonight. It is my desire, and I pray that it's also your desire to reach out to the lost and the hurting. There are so many that don't know the Lord. Saints, it will not be an easy battle for I believe we will run into many obstacles. We are going to run up against a lot of walls, but we serve a great God. He hasn't changed. We don't have to be afraid. We're serving a powerful God. Hallelujah. Speak the word to your body. Speak the word to your mind. Speak the word to every circumstance that mountain can't stand. This has been Speak the Word, the Bible teaching ministry of Pastor Joanne Ramsey. We're glad you've joined us for today's message. Speak the Word is made possible by support from listeners like you. If you'd like to hear more from Speak the Word, visit us online at speakthewordministry.net. There, you can also learn more about Pastor Joe, purchase audio CDs or DVDs, and watch and listen to other radio messages from Pastor Joe. Again, just go to speakthewordministry.net. Pastor Joe will be right back with a closing word. But first, we're excited to tell you about Pastor Joe's book titled The Weapons of a Warrior. A Soldier's Handbook for Spiritual Warfare. Do you want to win your spiritual battles against Satan's attacks? In this book, The Weapons of a Warrior, she teaches that when you're in a faith battle, you are there to invade, not retreat. Are you prepared to stand with God at all costs? Pastor Joe shares how God equips you with strength, wisdom, and discernment through His Spirit to stay strong, not only in spiritual warfare, but in daily living. Today, we'd like to send you Pastor Joe's book, The Weapons of a Warrior, a soldier's handbook for spiritual warfare, with your love gift to speak the word ministries of any amount. 
We're suggesting a gift of $20 or more. Write to us at Speak the Word Ministries, P.O. Box 9175, Virginia Beach, Virginia, 23450. Or make a tax-deductible donation to Speak the Word Ministries with your debit or credit card at 855-505-2297. Pastor Joe and her team also welcomes your emails, and we'd be happy to pray for you. Our email address is speakthewordministry at cox.net. Now, here again is Pastor Joe. Father, we thank you for the sacrifice of your son, Jesus. We thank you that you sent Jesus, and it was through the shedding of his blood that we can now be saved and enter into your kingdom. I thank you, Lord, that when we accept Jesus as our Lord and Savior, he will immediately rescue us from dark powers and bring us safely into the kingdom of your son, whom you love. Father, we can't help the ones who have gone, but we can call in the harvest of those that are here. You said, Lord, that the harvest is ready, but the labors are few. You said, Lord, that no devil in hell would prevail against your church. You said, on this rock you will build your church, and the gates of Hades will not prevail against it. Hallelujah. David said, many times they have persecuted me from my youth, but they did not prevail against me. They did not prevail against David because you, Lord, was on his side. And we are so thankful today that you, Lord, are with us and on our side. Father, we thank you that we do not have to be fearful of the devil's tactics because greater is he who is in us than he that is in this world. And as we bring in the lost, your house will be filled with warriors for the king. In the name of Jesus, it shall be. Amen and amen. From Pastor Joe and all of us at Speak the Word Ministries, we're glad you've joined us today. Once again, thanks for listening. Join us next time on Speak the Word. Speak the Word to every circumstance That mountain can't stand Against the Word, the Word of God Against the Word